0: Welcome to Uncensored Stories. I'm your host, Ryan Dowdy, former director of sales and college athlete turned sales coach. And I have the privilege of interviewing some of the coolest entrepreneurs I've had the opportunity to meet. In this interview series, you are going to hear stories that will give you inspiration, that will give you hope, that will encourage you to continue to moving forward in your entrepreneurial journey. So let's dive in and meet our amazing entrepreneurs. All right, guys, I am super excited about today's guest. Um, her name is Brittany Budd, and she is a business and mindset coach. And you know that I always like to tell you how I met my guests. Um, Brittany and I actually never met. Uh, before today. Um, we I'm in her Facebook group. She's a super fun community. I'm going to let her tell you about it, but I just thought her story was fun. I think her spunk is fun. Um, she wears pink and she drops the F word and I just think she's super fun. So I reached out to her and was like, Hey, I think that your story is so cool and fun and, and very different than mine. And I always like to share perspectives that are different than mine. So I asked Brittany to come kind of tell us her startup story in um, her business. So welcome, Brittany. Thanks for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. I think this really speaks to how like the online community is so supportive. You have these like people that you just look at them, you follow them online and you're like, we're friends. What? Yeah. <laughs> you just support them in all the things that they do and you just love what they do and I feel the same way about you. So I think it's really cute. <laughs> it that just goes awesome. to show it.
0: <laughs> very fun. So tell everybody your story. Tell us who you are, tell us what you do and tell us how you got here.
1: Okay. So like she said, my name is Brittany, but I'm a mindset and business coach. And my passion is helping female entrepreneurs to build their online businesses to six figures and more. Um, I started in this, like, let's go back in time.
0: <laughs> lit, lit. I'm going to hear it all.
1: Um, so I have three children. My oldest is six. My youngest is three and they are well, they're in kindergarten and grade one right now. My three-year-old's here with me, but forever they were home with me. If they never went to daycare, they were here. When I got pregnant with my first, I got the opportunity to self-study and become an investment advisor. So it's like a fancy way of saying a stockbroker um, and work with my dad. And so my dad's my business partner and we've been at this for like seven years. He's been doing it for like 30. But I found that whenever I would go to meetings, People, like I was the youngest person there and usually I was the only woman. And so people would look at me and think, oh, she must be his secretary. She's here to take notes. And if there were other women around, nine times out of 10, they were a secretary. And so I was constantly put in this position of, I have to prove that I belong at the big boy table. And I really started growing a heart for women in business because female entrepreneurs were constantly having to prove ourselves, aren't we? And especially as moms, I just, I started growing this huge heart for helping women that are in business be profitable and say, look, I'm going to sit at the big boy table. I belong here. And so I've been doing that. Yeah. I've been doing that for like seven years. Um, And then I got into the coaching world two years ago. I started in network marketing for fun And I had a team that was growing and I was coaching my team. And so that's when I kind of started looking at coaches for me. And I realized that I was paying someone to do what I was doing for free. And so I was like, I think I should maybe make a shift here. And I had a couple of coaches that were like, you need to shift into the coaching world. And so, you know, I was intimidated at first, but two years in here we are.
0: That's fantastic. So you mean like coaching in the MLM space was kind of the equivalent of what you were paying a coach to coach you to do.
1: Yeah. So like I said, I was coaching my own team. I had a couple of like sideline sisters, as we called it when I was doing it, um, that would say, Hey, can you come and coach my team? And so I was just kind of like all over the place, getting my, my fingers in all these pies. And I thought I got to do this for money. Yeah. really enjoyed it. And like I said, I had such a heart for helping these women and talking them through their business and having that like investment advisor background. I thought I have a little bit of an edge compared to what everyone else is doing. And so two years ago, I shifted out of network marketing and started putting a lot of my eggs into the coaching world.
0: That's so fun. And so then once you decided to become a coach, um, how long did it take you to get your first client? And then how did you connect with that person?
1: Okay. So (laughs) when I, I decided that doesn't mean I did anything right away. So I probably decided for a couple of months before I was like, Oh, I'm actually going to tell people like, (laughs) and so I, I, I remember this. I'll remember this day until I die. I went Facebook live and I was shaking. I was sweating. I had boob sweat. It was a whole thing. And I'm like, um, I'm going to, I'm going to be a coach now. Like if anybody wants to coach with me, like I'm looking for like three people to coach with me for free, message me. And then I turned it off and then I like had a panic attack, but I had, I had like seven or eight people reach out to me and say, yeah, I'd love to do it. And so that's how I got my first, I think I ended up taking on five of them. Mm -hmm. I don't recommend free coaching.
0: Right.
1: (laughs) That was a lesson that I had to learn. And so that's really how I started. And once I had those free people, then I started getting my confidence to start charging a little bit. And guys, when I started charging, I think I charged like $250 for three months. Like it was nothing, but it got my foot in the door. It got me some testimonials. It got my confidence up. And now Here I am two years later, I've done six figures in the last seven and a half months. Yeah, (laughs) so you've got to start somewhere, right?
0: (laughs) I think that's so fun. And I'm on Brittany's email list and she does send out great emails and they're super fun, but she tells that story of how quickly her business grew. And that was one, one of the reasons why I really wanted her to be a guest here today, because I think we often have this misconception of this is going to take forever, right? Like it's fine and it's great, but it's going to take like years and years and years. Like it takes to build a corporate career, right? Like it takes years and years and years to climb a ladder. And so we naturally think that that's, what's going to happen when we start a business. Um, and it was a grind for a little while you undercharged for a while, which is very normal. But then as soon as it clicked, it clicked. Um, which I just love. So I think that's really fantastic. So let's talk about some of those challenges that you had early on in your journey. Obviously, pricing was an issue for you. But what other challenges did you run into early on in your journey, Brittany?
1: So I had this mentor that I really adored. And so I followed her for a long time. Then I got into like another coaching situation where I had hired a coaching team. And Ultimately, that situation was kind of like pumping out mini clones. Mm -hmm. And so I think that my business would be in a completely different place if I hadn't have done that, but it wouldn't be in the place that it is. And so for like a year and a half, I was really learning about um, like the challenge model and then the signature program model and then like, you know, that value ladder and it never felt awesome but I did it. Cause that's what I thought I was supposed to do. And so for me, you know, also I ended up getting hired on and I was coaching other people through that program. And in that I wasn't able to have my own clients at all. Like I was, yeah, I was 100% all in over here. Like do not compete. And so that's where my focus was, but I was able to learn so much. And I'm so, so grateful for that experience and the opportunities that I was given there. I coached like 150 women in like six months, one-on-one. And so I I was able to get so much experience, but I also learned, you know, not only about that model, even though it, it doesn't work for me, I know it works for other people. So I do consider myself an expert in that model. But because it didn't work for me, I'm so grateful that I know that. Mm -hmm. So, when I made the switch to doing like a one on one model, that's really when my business blew up. And also, like owning my own voice Mm -hmm. instead of being like kind of a clone of somebody else, which it took time. You know, I started my group last October, so October of 2019. And I was very awkward when I started my group, I didn't know what I was saying. I was copying other people because I was so insecure about who I was as a person. And as a coach, I didn't know if people would like me if I was myself, because I was so used to kind of being a different version of myself. Um, and so it did take some time to really build up this is who I am. I drop F-bombs. I talk about money all the time, like take it or leave it. But it, like I said, it took trial and error. It took a lot of insecurity and just like pushing past that to get my confidence to where it is. And when I started dropping the F-bombs and talking about making money and like being a mom and having a business, that's when I really started attracting the right people to me. And that's when my business exploded.
0: I love that. And I love that you talked about the system that didn't work for you. Because I think there's some some nuance, specifically in the coaching world, and, and the women watching this aren't all coaches, right? We work with a lot of virtual assistants and digital marketers and bookkeepers and that sort of stuff. But how we think that because some person's business looks one way that that's how our business has to look. And that's not true. And I think that's actually the value of a good coach, like Brittany said, is that it's like, hey, you do you. Like, I'm not here to tell you this is how your business has to look. I'm here to help you build the business you want to build. Um, and I think that's really, really cool. Cause there are a lot of people that are like, there's one right way to do this. And I'm like, no, there's actually thousands of right ways to do this. The ones that will work for you is the one that you will show up and consistently do. Yeah. Right. You do you teach your, your students the same things?
1: Absolutely. Like whatever model you come into thinking you want to do, let's, let's do it. You decide you don't like it anymore. Let's shift it. Like, you know, they say there's like a million ways to skin a cat. There's a million ways to make money in your business. Yeah. It's just like you said, you just got to pick one and go all in on it and yeah. it will make money for you.
0: I think that's awesome. So do you still do both businesses? Do you still do, do you still do the investing business with your dad and your coaching business? I do. That's awesome. How do you balance your time and the little one at home? Let's talk about that. Cause I know everybody has that question.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I, I believe that there's like a lot of time in my day. Mm-hmm a lot of, you know, time is a perception. I was just talking about this with one of my clients right before this call. Time is a perception. When we feel like things are like crawling by, like, oh my goodness, like poke my eyes out. Like this could not take longer. We're just perceiving it that way. And we can flip the script and say, oh my goodness, this is going so fast. It doesn't time go by so fast when you're having fun. And it's just a perception. It's how we view time. And so, you know, my investing business, like I said, my dad's been doing it for 30 years. And now I'm just kind of like, there is like, Hey, I'm a younger version. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I can keep up on the tech. I love my dad, but he's not great with the tech. And so, you know, and I kind of bring in a younger demographic. I, I, I went through a phase of, Oh goodness. I got to pick one or the other. Mm-hmm. I got to be all in on my investing business, or I have to be all in on my coaching business. And ultimately that's just not true. A lot of people think like, oh, if I want to do this, I got to quit my job. That's not necessarily true. If you want to quit your job, that's amazing. But if you don't want to quit your job, you can do both. Like it's not a one or none. Mm-hmm. Like you can, you can have it all. And so, you know, as long as he's in the business, I'll be in the business just as a support for him um, because his business is already so established. It really doesn't take a lot of my time, like maybe an hour a day while I have my daughter in my lap. Like, it's so simple. I'm just talking to people and having conversations and making sure they get Christmas money out of their investments and things like that. Um, my coaching business though, I've grown that in like two hours a day. I don't work Fridays and I don't work Saturdays and I don't work Sundays. That's awesome. I think that if you know what strategy you want to use and you're really intentional about your time, you can build a six-figure business like I have. In one to two hours a day. Mm -hmm. And so I get to have, I think a lot of people think, and you said this earlier. In the job world, that's the grind. You know, you put in your 40 hours a week Mm -hmm. and you bust your ass and you pray for a promotion and another promotion. And I got to work harder if I want this and that. In the entrepreneurial world, it's not like that. And we really have to be (laughs) cognizant of breaking that stigma I don't have to work harder if I want more.
0: I can, do that's it been office. like the hardest belief for me to overcome in three years. And I still don't know if I'm a hundred percent there, but I get better every day. Right. right. But the whole idea of like, we've got to work hard to make money. Like I grew up in corporate sales. It was always a grind. It was always a numbers game. And so like, I am really retraining my brain to do that. So I love that you say that. Um, and I also think too, that it can happen in different stages. Like what Brittany said, her belief is 100% true, but that doesn't mean that you can't still have success if you don't 100% believe that yet, right? Because I can tell you, My heart of hearts. You ask me that question. I will tell you hard work makes money, but I've also still managed to have a successful business, which again, is why I wanted to talk to Brittany because I know her vibe is so different than mine. Um, and I just think that's so cool because it's proof that anybody who really decides and goes all in on themselves can build their dream career, whatever that looks like for them, two hours a day, baby on your lap. For me, I work a lot more, you know, my husband stays home with my kids and that's our jam. And we both get to do that however we want to. And that's what I really want you guys to see out of this conversation.
1: Success is different for everybody. You know, your kids are a little bit older than mine. Mine really need me. Even if my husband's here, my kids totally bomb my calls to ask me to open a snack. And I'm like, your dad's right there. Why are you here?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. We get babies. My favorite. So like I'm sitting in my office right now and there's a door right over here and it goes into a bathroom. So the bathroom goes out to like my kitchen, but then it comes into my office. And one time my, um, three and a half year old went into the bathroom and then came back through this door, but naked, (laughs) totally naked. You know, I was on a call. I think I was on a coaching call. I think it was my students at the time. I wasn't like Facebook live or anything like that, but yeah, just naked, just his socks. And he apparently didn't make it all the way into the bathroom before he peed his pants. And I was just like, this is what we're doing today. What
1: happens? You just gotta, just like, please pause. Oh, I've totally had that Um, on a call with my coach. My two year old walked in, she's completely naked and she's holding a diaper and she just like opens the door and is like, (laughs) I'm like, oh my word. I was like, can you just give me two seconds? And she's like, wandered over. I like, didn't lay her down or anything. I just strapped it on her and it's like, okay, go. I'll fix it later. Just try not to make a
0: mess. (laughs) I love it. It's so so funny. I know it's, it's so much fun. So Brittany, I shared with you a little bit about who's watching this, this show here today, or who's listening to it. Um, Depending on where they are, what is some of like your best advice that you love to share with brand new entrepreneurs? What wisdom can you share with them just based on your journey over the past few years?
1: You get scared. Yes. I didn't go live shaking Wedding, stuttering, saying, Hey, world, I'm a coach now. I wouldn't be here. Same as when I started my group. I started my group and then I sat on it for 10 days before I told anyone it existed and invited them in. But now it's a year later, it's almost 4,000 people and I have like a 90% engagement rate and it brings me all of my money. But I was so scared, scared of what I was going to say, scared no one was going to come in, just absolutely shit in a kitten. Like I had no idea what I was doing.
0: <laughs> I love that. I think that's so good. Um, and, and what I also love about what you just said, Brittany, about the, do it scared. You also, here's a question for you. How long did you obsess over where to go live and how to go live? Right. Like I had so many people that are like, well, do I need to go live on my personal page? Or like, should I go live in my group or where do I go? Is it from my business page? Like no one's sure what to do. Did, did you have that dialogue in your head or did you just push the button?
1: So I didn't even have a group at the time. Okay. Um, my business page, I'm not even sure if it existed. So it was just like the only place I could go live was my personal page. And I was like, all my friends are going to see this and they are going to judge me and think, oh yeah. Oh, this is what she thinks she's doing now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Who does she think she is? Right. And so, you know, this is the drama I had, Mm -hmm. like, what are people going to say about me behind my back?
0: Awesome my favorite thing about that is like, it's none of your business. Like what people I say,
1: <laughs> no.
0: I, I love that. So who are, let's tell everybody, like, who are your favorite clients? Who do you love to support? Tell them about your amazing Facebook group. Tell them all the places they can come hang out with you.
1: Thank goodness. Okay. So you can come hang out with me and my group. It's called babe to boss online entrepreneurs scaling to six and seven figures. And it's so much fun. Um, honestly, I have clients that have no businesses. They've come to me and just said, you know, you've shared your story about how you weren't a coach and now you are a coach. Can you help me from nothing? Yep. Um, but I've had people who have had businesses and they're just not profitable. And I love them both equally because the thing that makes me love a client is how much they are tired of their own shit. Like They're ready for transformation. That's what makes me love a client. Cause I say this all the time. My favorite part about this business, it's not the money. It's not the freedom. It's that I get a special little glimpse of behind the scenes of someone else's journey. And that fills me up so much. Actually, it's making me get teary eyed over here. It fills me up so much to just be like, look at her. Like, look at what she's done. I got to watch a little bit of that, that no one else got to see.
0: That's so fun. I love
1: it so much.
0: (laughs) I love that. And what I also heard you say for everyone watching is that Brittany doesn't have an, a niche, a niche, a niche, whatever you call it. She coaches women period. Right. And so there's, and we see so much drama around, well, my business can't grow until I niche down or my business can't grow. Cause I don't know exactly who I want to serve, or I'm not a hundred percent sure. And what you just heard Brittany say is she built a six figure business in seven and a half months without having a perfect, you know, ideal client avatar with her name above her head. Right. Like she just went out and focused on the problem that she solved, how she showed up in the world and she got shit done. Right. And I'm sure you see this too with people that are like, well, yeah, like it's, it's the niche. That's why I can't grow. Or like I'm in the wrong Facebook groups or, you know, there's just nobody out there that can afford my services. I can't possibly charge that. How do you, how do you like handle those types of that kind of shit as you called it from your clients? How do you handle that?
1: So I want to like preface this by saying when I said, Hey world, I'm going to coach now. I had no idea what I was coaching. It was just like, if you want to be coached book a call with me. And so I had men, I had women, I talked about marriages and relationship issues. I talked about businesses. I talked about social media. If you have no idea what you even want to talk to people about, just go out there and start talking to people about everything. Because you will very quickly learn, okay, I don't really want to talk to people about their relationships but I do like talking to people about social media and I do like talking to people about business. And so that's how I really started. Like, and I don't have a very defined niche. Like she said, I coach women that have online businesses. End of story. I realized I don't really want to coach men, nothing against men. I just really would rather work with women, especially with my background of having to prove myself as a woman all the time women have my heart a little bit more. And so if you're sitting there thinking, well, I don't even know what I want to talk about, talk about whatever people want to talk to you about.
0: That's so good. Figure
1: out what you want to do when it comes to like, you had had mentioned like people aren't going to pay for my pricing and blah, blah, blah. People pay for whatever they want. Mm -hmm. There's always a way to find money. I talk about money all the time. Money is constantly being replenished. We're always getting paychecks from our day jobs we can sell things, we can sell our services, we can sell our knickknacks that we don't want anymore. You can find money anywhere for the things that you want. And so if you are good at sharing the value of what it is that you do, you will always find people that are willing to
0: pay for it. Yep. I love that. That's so good. Okay. So people are going to hang out with you in your Facebook group, anywhere else you want them to connect or like, that's your home.
1: That's my home base. I just started a podcast. It's on anchor.fm and it's called Babe to Boss. You can check it out there. It only has like six episodes so far. It's super brand new. Um, I have a little bit on Instagram, but I'm mostly in my group because that's just like, it's my little family in there. It's my home base.
0: I love that. I love that. Final thing that I'm going to demonstrate of Brittany's six-figure business is that she built her six-figure business on one platform. She was already making six figures when she launched her podcast. Because yes. um, I, I coach a lot to the idea of, we like to skip steps in business, right? Like we want to do the fun, fancy things like podcasts and stuff like that before we've done the work that you just talked about. It was like coach a bunch of people on a bunch of different things and figure it out. And yes, no, maybe I don't want to do this. So again, I was like, I could just keep pointing to how much I love your story. Um, but we're going to wrap up for the day because Brittany and I both agree as, as busy moms and business owners, we always try to keep these short and sweet um, and inspire you guys. So Brittany, thank you so much for, for being a guest here. For those of you listening or watching, um, we sincerely appreciate and we're going to bring you another startup story next week. Bye guys. Thank you. Bye. Thanks again for watching Uncensored Stories, how they got started. We would love to stay connected on social media. You can join us in the Ambitious Women Entrepreneurs Mastering Sales Skills community on Facebook. Follow us at Uncensored Sales on Instagram or at Uncensored Sales on TikTok. And we'll see you in the next interview.